And three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of A Humanistic Perspective. As always, I am your host, Chad Castilla, and today I am joined with... Jake, or Johnny, or Jake, Jake Jonathan. Jonathan. Hey, <laughs> yes, sir. Mr. Dufresne. And over here on my left... Yeah, Chris Gatos is here. As always. As always. Chris, as always. thank you, boys, for joining me. Wow. It's, it seems so crazy. Like, I literally, like, met you, like, Chris, like, probably, like, was it, like, a month and a half ago now? Maybe. What Max. was your first impressions? Or at least. Oh, you were definitely a good energy to have in the group. Thank I you. I could definitely tell that right off the bat. You were just always in, like, a good mood. Like, always, like, you never seem like, like, you're never someone to, like, complain about all the little things in life. I appreciate that. Uh, that's something that I feel like a, it's a very big rarity, I think, in times that we're living in now. Oh, especially I feel like now. everyone's, I mean, even me, I'm always, you know, uh, you know, susceptible to, you know, complaining about certain little things. I feel like everyone has, you know, certain, you know, hitting points or breaking points, but it's it's very commemorable for you. Like I always feel like you always look on the bright side of things. I appreciate that. Thank you. Do you feel like you've always had that attitude? No. Or like do you are you conscious <laughs> of it? Like No, actually uh quite the opposite. I was I was um I was a pretty good or pretty big rather pessimist in my uh Late high school, early college. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, it was just just going through things. Hey, everyone know. goes through things. I, I have, yeah, that I was, went through so much during I think my that freshman was, year of college. Yep, that was my time. That was my time for things. So, but, you know. And it's crazy, like, I met you during that time, too. And, like, at the time, I didn't know that you were going through anything. I'm good at masking like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... Like, I definitely learned a different way of, like, masking just for myself, just because, like, I didn't feel, because of, like, you know, my autism when I was younger, you know, I had to, like, really, you know, rehearse, like, so many different things that I had to go into. And I feel like that's one of the reasons, I mean, what we were talking about today, you know, like, I rehearse everything. Yeah. I always, it's a habit of mine that I've always had, because I've always been told that that's the way that I can execute th- you know, specific conversations perfectly. Well, also, too, like, the influence of the schooling that you chose to go down in your younger years oh, was yeah. very much rehearse, perform, rehearse, perform. So it was being doubly reinforced, I believe, in your personal life around you as well with the activities you participate in. Oh, absolutely. Oh, totally. I totally agree. It's super unique, though, too. I, I think it's... It's one of those things where, like, we all have tendencies that are both blessings and a curse because there's a lot of times where it's been very effective and very helpful, too. How would you say? I would say specifically during travel or spontaneity points in time where we can allow ourselves to be free, but your ability to to plan and, and like, try and strategize the best approach comes very well in handy with your ability to do like that touring or that like knowing yes. just you have something about something about I would love, you I would you honestly, know how to read the BS on the internet and then pull off a fucking good ass time wherever you are oh absolutely I don't I know would, how you do it though to me personally like Chris do you know me, about this this is to me like Jake's ideally like special skill one of my favorite really? skills ever is like I mean I don't know if I would ever do if I could ever run a business I would love to just be a travel agent and just sure. help 
create trips for people that are memorable. Let's pause like, real quick. Go. <laughs> it's a go. <laughs> no, so I was actually thinking about this, and this is probably something that Chad might want to chime in at some point. He's not going too far away. But just the fact of, like, because I've, I've even seen, like, posting videos or whatever on YouTube where a question when you post it is, is this suitable for children? And that actually really was an interesting thing that I've, I've never seen before, but it's like, okay. What, what do you mean by suitable? Like, was it appropriate I, I think, for children? Yes, but I, I don't think that was the right terminology, like the right, like I wasn't quoting it. I think it's what it really said was, is this made or created for children? I think was, was what actually exactly, what it said. How could some, like created to be like made for children in terms of like age appropriate? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so that's what I'm thinking is like, okay, at what point do you like, cause I know movies have ratings, you know, there's, you know, yeah, you know, everyone can watch it like G rated yeah. or PG, PG 13, et cetera. NC 17. Yeah. It's just, it's interesting to me, like to think about where exactly that line is drawn in between each of them. Cause oh, yeah, I think there's even, actually, it, it's quite an interesting line. Especially for the fact that, like, there's a lot of movies that specifically rely on, like, like you can, like, either do one big bad word. Yeah. They do or, it by number, or, right? Or, like, a few like small minor? bad words. Okay. Have you ever noticed that? I like, have. Because, I like, think I've heard. Because, like, uh, recently, whenever I, like, I saw the Avenger movies or any of them, okay. I noticed that they each had the word fuck in it. Yes. But just once. One. One bad word. And I think that's their limit, like, actually. I think they're like, okay, because I've seen other, um, other like, interviews of actors, and they're like, okay, I can't, I can't wrap my head around what movie I watched, like, this documentary from or whatever, but it was, like, actually, yes. They were like, okay, we have one, <laughs> it's funny, we have one fuck to give, and it's like... And it was like unscripted. It was an unscripted moment where they just said it, and it was like, "Oh, that's our that's our fuck. We can only give one." Like actually, and yeah. it was super interesting. I was like, "Wow, really? They they only do like one major like swear." Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's quite interesting. It's like like for example, "How I Met Your Mother." They used a lot of bad words, but they were all minorish bad words. Okay, but like they shit, used them crap. Quite- yeah, like no, they, ne- they never said shit. Okay, uh, is that uh, a little? Maybe they used it occasionally, but I don't think they ever said fuck okay. on the show. Or they, they did never like the cut off to- thing where it's just like, sh- yeah, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. uh, I I never understood that one. To me, in my opinion, like <sighs> it's funny how they always did the know. things to get away with it. Like it, like instead of smoking pot on the show, they would eat sandwiches, and like. Like that was like what that was terminology in the show. Like whenever they would do flashbacks oh, of the characters, really? and they were eating sandwiches, that was them smoking a blunt. What? How is how is that? Well, connected. Well, 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 it's because it's because Ted is telling it to his kids, so he doesn't want his kids to think that he was getting high. So he just tells them that he was eating sandwiches. Oh, this was like movie specific in Ted. Well, well, not in Ted the movie. I'm talking in How I Met Your Mother. 
I used to be really oh, into in that the, show. Oh, I see, I see. I, I'm unfamiliar. I've maybe seen a couple episodes, but I haven't dove into yeah. that whole world. Yeah. Okay. I've grown out of the show, okay. but it's it, it was a good show for like my pre-teens going cool. into cool. teens. You know, you feel like, oh, this is like a cool concept. Sure. But it's just friends yeah. knocked off. Yeah. Exactly. It, it really is. And another thing that I found interesting is... In- just with a different... Different plot twists, but oh, honestly, sure. the ending of Friends is way more satisfying than the ending of How I Met Your Mother by far. Really, by a long shot. The finale, huh. the finale of How I Met Your Mother is depressing all throughout the entire. No except for there's one beautiful moment in it, and they should have just ended it there. But yeah. no, they had to throw in another fu moment. Oh, and okay. It was just I don't want to give anything away, but it was. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, our viewers might not have finished it, and you just, yeah, that'd be a bad situation. Bad situation. That'd be a bad situation. You would feel like the entire ninth season you just watched for no reason. Almost the entire series you just watched for no reason. That's crazy. That big? That big. It's that big. It's like the last three minutes of the the, the, the last three minutes that are like. Okay, so to those viewers who are watching How I Met Your Mother, just stop right now. Just stop. It's not worth it. It's not worth your time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. Have you ever had I, the, what is one of your favorites like TV shows would you say? Uh, Chris is going to like this one. Uh one of my buddies. Uh <laughs> actually really funny. Uh The Walking Dead. Walking I Dead? I did The Walking Dead. Yeah. I think that the way that they did um just at least the production of it. Yeah. And also, I mean the script is good, the actors are it amazing. Is. Like it's a well thought out, you know, plot. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I think I, that my favorite season will always be like season three going into season in four. four. Okay, that will always be like, but that's like where I stopped. I stopped on the first episode. Is of that season around five. governor? Is that around governor time? Caleb, yeah, governor got killed. Okay, yeah, governor got killed in season four. Okay, and then then they were just in the camp. The big camp that uh, they it, like in season four that was like the really high end camp, sure. and then they all got trapped there, and then they all escaped. Okay. That's where I left off. Gotcha. But I know that Glenn died. That that that, was, that I know. Yeah. And I didn't, but I don't know how how it happened. You don't know how it happened. I just Are you going to go back and watch it? Probably. Okay, so I won't, my family, I won't tell you then. My dad and my uh, stepmom, they loved that show. They it's always a, used to watch it like on show. cable. It's addicting like, for, yeah. It, in many watching, it ep- w- watching it like week to week is insane. But Breaking Bad, though, is the best show. I need to, I need to dial up in that a little bit. But Better Call Saul, I'm telling you, season six is coming out next year. Better Call Saul, in my opinion, is the better version of Breaking Bad. Really? Huh. It's well more thought out. Gotcha. Breaking Bad is like a dumpster fire, and Better Call Saul is like a slow burn. Okay. Okay. And also, I've something that I find very interesting about the two: Breaking Bad shot in film, Better Call film. Saul shot in 4K. Interesting. You could see a true difference in the terms huh. of like how clear, you know. Sure. Sure. And it's a prequel. It's before Breaking Bad even happens. Breaking, oh, the other one. Yeah. And it also tells a little bit about the future as well. It's sure. quite an interesting, I don't know, season five was insane. Season okay. five was equally as good as season five of Breaking Bad. Huh. And 
Better Call Saul has one more season. They do one more episode more than Breaking Bad. That's how many episodes there. They do one more extra than Breaking Bad. Oh did. wow! So they're they're pretty, huh? Because Breaking Bad had season five had sixteen episodes. This one has oh, like geez. thirteen. That's how they were able to do six seasons. That's insane. That's super insane. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's, with uh, with The Walking Dead, I think it's super cool how they did the spinoff, Fear of the Walking Dead. Oh, yes. That was so, a great way. That I think, was cool. I think Fear of the Walking Dead was a great way to uh, have a prequel, yes. like sh- uh, a storyline in between the times that you saw uh, uh, The Walking Dead, actually. You know, because it always aired prior, I believe. I don't quite know when they were released, but I do remember that uh, at a at a certain time. Do you remember Morgan? Morgan, yes. yes. Oh, Morgan. Morgan. I know that he just started. He just recently got into like he was just recently rediscovered when I last. Um, oh, oh, rediscovered. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, he so, was rediscovered in season three. Okay. But then I, I I swore I remember seeing him right at the beginning of season yeah. five. It gets to a point where Morgan leaves The Walking Dead and he joins Fear the Walking Dead. So he jumps to the other show. But in the past. In a, I don't, that I don't know because that doesn't make sense to me. But is, But I thought Fear the Walking Dead was like when when it was just starting like no. when no. oh so it's happening at the same time fear fear of the walking dead um oh no you're right you are very right yes because both of them started right when the apocalypse had started you are right yes yeah yes but i believe that it was like a little like while like rick was in the coma that show was starting Oh, I think so this is before Rick Grimes, is what you're saying? Yeah, like Rick Grimes was still alive. Well, kind yeah, of. Yeah, in a coma. In a coma. Sure. But that's I, I I think that's when it started. But that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, the best way to look I it mean, up you got know, Google it. Is yeah, when the time setting is. Right. Right. Fear hmm. the Walking Dead. I thought it was just really nice because it it gave two perspectives of the same. Traumatic experience. Oh, oh yeah, totally. Do you ever fear that we're going to have a zombie apocalypse? Yes, I was actually just Thanks. telling Chad about this. So, excuse me. So, I saw a meme, and it was basically, it had, it had uh, 2020, and then underneath it was 2021, and then another, like, underneath that was 2022, okay? The... 2020 was the the zero the last zero was a face mask and then 2021 the one was a syringe to show the vaccine and then 2022 the two is a z and it's like world war z type Whoa, stuff that is insane it's deep right can you imagine if, like, everyone who got the vaccine, like, just zombified over time? 
that'd be freaky. That'd be scary. That'd be freaky. Why do you think I'm holding off on it? I don't know. I'm just. I don't know if it's luckily for me, but I can't I don't get it because my allergies. Yeah, like I don't. I'm not saying that it's like a micro trip or anything. I just personally think that there is not enough sure. scientific data to show the long term effects of this. No, there's just not. because of the fact that the that the phase three uh, trials were only three months long, and still, like three months, sure, you can determine a decent amount. But there have been a lot of drugs where a lot of uh, side effects come out a year later. I think even for the short term effects. I mean, what exactly? So many got, like in the phase two trials of, of the Moderna vaccine, 80% of the people with, on, in the low dose uh, trials got systemic side effects and 100% in the high dose. Really? Yeah. I'm assuming that's like the high dose, meaning the second dose? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just, I, I can't wrap my, hand or, my head around how... In such a short time, like you said, they're able to come up with even a short list of short-term effects. Because it's like, okay, yeah. are they just lo- really looking at it and being like, oh, you didn't die? Yeah, well, I mean, it's just because like they've had this technology for like the past like 10 years. They've been trying to put it out into the world. And they've been trying to do it in a lot of different ways. But Technology vaccine, being the vaccine? Yeah. Okay. Well, well, the RNA technology, the RNA technology, meaning like how the, how it takes like a synthetic code of the virus, like a modified RNA and inserts it into your cell nucleus. Okay. That is the technology that, but they've never found a way to implement that into like a drug or something like that. But the vaccine was the perfect way for them to implement it. Like Moderna. They've never made medicine for humans before. They've never made wow. vaccines for humans before. This is the very first vaccine they've ever made for us. And see, what, what does that tell you? Yeah, well, like, the thing is, is, like, everyone always says, like, the FDA approves, um, like, these drugs and stuff like that. So that means that it's all right. But I know there's a lot of things that, they, I, that the FDA doesn't approve that I believe it should. Right. So like for me, for, you to, say, for you to say that the FDA, the FDA's approval is a good thing, I personally think of that as actually kind of f- scary slightly. It's all going Not everything that the Food and Drug Administration does is bad. Sure. Of course, they, they standardize everything. They make sure that yeah. everything is like free of pesticides and stuff like that. Yes. All that's good. That's important but, too. In, in specific regards, they are always looking to try to make sure they can profit off of every single thing that is implemented. What could have been implemented at the beginning of this virus? Rapid testing. Testing yeah. that is like literally like paper testing. What are you seeing right now? People are now, just now, putting out paper vaccine, uh, uh, like paper tests. Like a uh, like pH test. paper type thing? Yeah, like if you were to like test if you were pregnant, like stuff Holy like that. Holy cow. And like literally paper test that in like 15 minutes you would be able to tell, like it would say COVID positive or not. Oh, yes. Is that how they do it so quick nowadays? Well, yeah, that's specifically rapid testing. But, but there's also, okay. but majority of the ones that we've been doing thus far have been PCR tests. Those are the ones that require, yes. you know, to have the entire swab up your nose and stuff yeah. like that. See, the difference between those is that that's specifically testing for the RNA that has the virus in it. 
That's what the PCR test is testing for. And that's the reason why it needs to go through a lab because what it's doing is, is that it's taking that specimen and multiplying it thousands, hundreds of thousands of times until it, and, and until it sees the RNA of that virus eventually. And sometimes it will take up to like 38,000 times. And it'll, sometimes it'll take it up to 60,000 times to see it. Wow. But it'll still count it because it's such a sensitive device. It can multiply at such high levels. And the PCR test or, or, or uh, the rapid test, they test for the antigens. And the antigens are yes. the things in the virus that make it infectious. And you only have those in your system within like the first like three to five days. But you can have that RNA that's in that PCR test for up to like a month to like a month and a half after. There's, see, like, see, like the much. PCR test, the PCR test, in my opinion, I feel like are just, they're better for like, if you wanted to like describe like, like if, let's say like I was having like lung problems, you know, after I like had gotten sick a while ago, yeah. I would go in and be like, Hey doc, you know, like I'm having lung problems. This isn't working out. Could you test me for something uh, to see if I had COVID? And that's when the PCR test would be a perfect thing. Cause you'd be able to test to see if you had it because it, it's so sensitive from when you had it previously. So it's kind of like a crime scene, like when you're looking at like yeah. a crime scene yeah. and you're trying to detect like where all this stuff came from. How was okay. that there? How right. how did you have that like a uh, plate there or whatever or whatever? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's basically just retracing the steps. Huh. That's what the PCR test is for. Okay. But we're only really caring about just the infectious, if we are infectious. Like, right. And if we all had a paper test, we would be all way more aware of wanting to test ourselves. Because we've lived in a world so much now where like, you always want to keep your, you know, your medical records close to you. You, know? you don't want to let them go. Yes. You know, they're yep. close to you, they're private to you. But yeah, now lock, lock all, that of in a, safe. all of a sudden in one year... That has gone away. We're able to true. give away all of our medical information. Not only that, but we are posting all of our medical, our vaccine cards online. You're giving very valuable information away to the entire world about, a lot about your lot number. There's a lot of information on those. I'm saying if you want to post your vaccine, great. Just yeah. hide, hide all the personal information just for yourself. Yeah. People are giving away everything now. There's a lot of sketchy stuff going around. And now when you do these PCR tests, it has to be reported. And if you have COVID, then it's going to trace all of your contacts. And it's yes. going to tell them that you have there COVID. Is ex there is exposure. There, there, is, uh, there is an incentive not to test. But if everyone were to do tests, you, you know, be more self-aware, yeah. this whole thing could have been solved much quicker. What is it called? I'm looking through my phone right now because I know I have it. Um, it's like, uh, oh, here, um, Wisconsin Department of Health Services. It's, uh, it's a, it's an exposure app and a lot of iPhone, uh, I know I, or Apple released something, I think quicker than, than yes. anyone else, but yeah, it literally, I don't know if it keeps track of whatever, but basically if you test positive, I think you tell your phone or I don't know, Siri probably hears you and like it tells you 
if let's oh, say yes. you had you tested positive for COVID and I didn't and I walked past you, it's no, as easy as it's as easy as look that. Look at this exposure you. notifications. Yeah. Exposure notifications. That is so Yeah. That's that, weird. It's that is, weird. It, it 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 but the thing is that's so interesting about this is like who has been thriving in this environment? All of the tech companies. Tech Easy. has never been bigger nope. than it is right now. No. Nope. Zoom. All things Zoom that keep so you money. home. All things. I have been, this year, I've made it now a requirement. I am going to make sure that I'm spending time outside yeah. doing outdoor That's activities good. always. That's good. That is the number one thing yeah. I feel like that needs yeah. to happen for everyone in order for them to thrive. We're true. humans. We need to be in nature. That's yeah. where we came from. And yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these video call companies, a lot of these Wi-Fi uh, providers are making so much money because of this. I don't, is it is yeah. it declared a natural disaster? I don't. I don't quite know what to categorize it as. I don't know what to categorize it either. I mean. I mean, it's a pandemic, a global pandemic. That's okay. what the... Nice. But, yeah, I mean, it's quite interesting how much this has changed so many trajectories for so many people. I mean, it changed the trajectory for both of us. Yeah. For all of us. I mean, I'm sure. Everything's all sorts of screwed up. Classes, work... TikTok has never been more successful. Oh, TikTok's be popping. TikTok is living in its peak era right now. Yeah. That's what got everyone through COVID. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying I, to think of the, I didn't the word, go on. But. E- even I went on TikTok. Even I. Even Jake Jonathan. I still, I could TikTok be, got Jake I could Jonathan. Be good. I could be good at TikTok because I oh love Oh my God, doing, look at that. What? Jordan just sent me a TikTok. Oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> It That's weird, right? Isn't that so weird? If I got a TikTok notification, okay, I didn't. <laughs> that would be wild. If I did, would you would you then be like, okay, it's confirmed. Confirmed. Let's just continue to talk about TikTok so that way. Oh, the algorithm knows. TikTok. The algorithm I don't knows. Know. TikTok. A you lot know, of I music. Could be, I could be good at TikTok, honestly. I feel like if I because I write so Should many mashups. Our... I write so many mashups, I could literally You could. Oh my God! You could, and dude. Then I so could be, many people I could are be, coming out with mashups for songs, and the songs are what get, is exactly dude, what's getting popular. I have popular. so many. I have so many that oh I would. Gosh. I would. Oh my gosh! I'm trying to think of. JJ's like, going to be pulling up this money now because TikTok. But you can't make money on TikTok. Like no, just no, 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 not directly. But let's say you have uh, you have an out you have an outsource of like. Whether it's Spotify, I don't know if you can make money off SoundCloud, but you know, if you have a platform, right, and your songs pop in, oh, oh yeah. everyone's gonna flock to that so, to that source to That's get that true. song. That's true. It's hard to get. Yeah, you would be SoundCloud would be the best way to uh, release that, just because yeah. you can't really release stuff like that on Spotify and have it pop in. You know, I would rather That's do true, sampled. Co- I would rather do sampled work okay. and put that on Spotify. Because I have a lot of songs that I would love to sample and put to a rap beat. Yeah. And it just, oh, man. And now that I have that piano, oh, man, shit's about to get real. I'm interested about this piano. 
it's how many keys? 88 keys. That's how much a, a normal piano should have. Really? Yeah, 88. seriously. Yeah, it's a great piano. It's probably, it's weighted too, so meaning like it feels like an actual feels like piano. like a legit. Yeah. Piano. Is it a keyboard? Yeah, it is a keyboard. It yeah. is a keyboard? Okay. Yeah. But it, yeah, it sounds good. And you can do like a few things on it. But once we put it to an actual like computer, that's what will yes. change. Yeah. For sure. Can you get like, I'm assuming you can get like pedals and stuff for. Oh, yeah. I have a pedal for it. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't have like sound effect pedals, sure. but I just have like the normal pedal well, yeah. that you would have. Yeah. To like, you know, carry out the. Yeah, sound. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Cool. All we would need then is just like a meaty key, a meaty like uh, uh, sound, uh, like meaty sound connection, and then uh, an adapter to put it into my computer, and yeah. then yeah. Okay, wow. man, that would be so insane. I haven't made music in so long, and especially with a full-on keyboard. Oh man, the ideas that me and Chai could come up with would be yeah. endless. Having a full keyboard, that little tiny piano that we have, like, come on. Like, we could do so much damage. Like, it's insane. I already know. I already know what I want my first track to be, and I know that really? it would be a banger. I know. Really? Like, I, I, like, I know for a fact. I have the idea and everything. I just need to like really put it, and I know that it would be insane. When can we expect a demo? I would have From to Jake, really... Jonathan, JJ, when can we get a demo for your uh, band? I wouldn't even want to, but I wouldn't even want to rap over it, but I just know that there needs Can you rap? I could. I did rap a few times, actually. Really? For my senior showcase in high school, I rapped. So, like, my friends played... Like an original piece? No, 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 no. I did uh, Walk Cover? This Way, the rap version Walk in 1980s this way. by okay. Aerosmith. Yeah. Because my friends, we did like a bit. So, like, the, uh, my friends all like played in, in a rock and roll band. Cool. So, they sang the song Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. Okay. And then I came in and like just somehow just started just rapping to Jumpman by Drake. Okay. Because that was, the, it was like 2016. So, that yeah. song was popping. Oh, yeah. That song's on. Yeah. yeah. On point. And then. And then they were like, hey, what are you doing, man? I'm like, I'm just trying to bring rap here. That's, that's what this crowd loves, you know? And then yeah. I was like, and then they were like, well, let's just, uh, you know, let's settle. Let's do like a rap rock thing. Cool. And that's when we did that song, uh, Walk that's, This Way. Yeah. But the Run DMC version, which was the 1986. It's it's a great song. But yeah, I love, I, I, I love rapping, but lyrics... Are, are never my thing. I love producing though. And I know that if I found the right rapper to hear the track. Sure. Oof, I know that it would be a banger. Yeah. Yeah. I would show you this. I'll, I'll show you the sample eventually, but yeah, it's for sure. It's so, uh, I know that I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, you know, that, I'm sure a lot of artists had just have this feeling, but just like when you can see the entire painting. Oh yeah. That's how I feel with the song. Like I can see the entire song. That's good. And I want it to be crisp though. Like I'm such a perfectionist that like I just know that everything. Yeah, has in to this be. industry you kinda need to be. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Music. But I'm determined to make that song. Once I make that song, yeah. my world is going to What what can you tell us? That I don't know why, but for some reason I know that that song 
the lyrics in it have to be. Yeah. I might write the lyrics. Who knows? Like if I'm really determined once I. So you're just talking about like the beat and the. Yeah. Well, like I know the, the sample. I know the sample that I would do, and I know what I would do to build off of that sample. Okay, so for those of you who don't understand okay. the concept of samples. How exactly does that... So sampling works by just basically just taking a sound... That are already produced. That, that is already produced, and you can just load it onto like a specific pad that you cool. can play at any time. Okay. But, of course, I would just rather embellish on a specific part of a song, like how a lot of people do, like if you just loop a specific part of the song. Yeah. But I would go... I, I would add so many different levels, so much more insane drums. So and it would have rap. It, it would have rap in it. It would have some singing in it, but it, it would be so explosive. And I just know that if I wrote that, oh man, yes, it's 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 a new goal of mine that I just have to write that song. Cool. Like it's in the back of my mind. It's like I just. I, That's amazing. I can't wait to. Oh gosh, it's just it's it's, so it's been, there. It's there. Let me let me ask you this: um, how how do you not forget? What do like, you mean? So you said this this song already exists in your mind. You already know like this is happening. You know how do you go about ensuring that that idea stays pure and stays in your mind to where no one else. Well, I don't know how to describe it other than well do you record like do you record your your thoughts do you put it on paper what what is your No I just have a photographic memory it's like if you just knew a, really? an area of your life like your room at at your mom's place Sure and you just live with it for a while That's you could just know what it's like to be in that room so you don't have to Think about so this this song. Like I wouldn't have to I wouldn't have to tell you write down every. Do you have to write down everything in your room to memorize where it is? Touche. You know what I mean. Touche. Yeah, that's that's. But I just do that for a lot of different things. Okay. But I do need to write down more of my thoughts, and I do to a certain degree. But only like, like a lot of my like song ideas, are only. Like I would on, I, I would be the only one that I would under that, that would understand just how I do it because. I am way Yeah, you have your own. I have perfect pitch as well. well do absolute you? Absolute pitch. I hate saying perfect pitch. Um, but What's the difference between perfect pitch, perfect pitch the and same. absolute? They're the same thing. One just sounds pretentious, one doesn't. Oh, okay. I, I, like perfect pitch just sounds like uh, I have... Per, like, you know what I mean? Like perfect. Yeah. Like I hate that. The word that. perfect is very strong sometimes. I hate that because it's not perfect. Okay. Like it's never perfect. Because what do you, you call it? Ambitious? Absolute. absolute, absolute, absolute. I don't know where I got ambitious from. Okay, ambitious. Cool. Um, that is amazing. I always thought, and you know, curse me for not doing more music theory in high school. Uh, but that's amazing. I've I've seen Charlie Puth do some stuff, and yeah. it's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, and Charlie Puth can just like play any yeah anything. I want to get that good because I can hear every single like chord and stuff like that. Really? Like if you heard, like I could like easily like tell you a baseline, like from like the first listen, what wow. it is. That's the reason why I want to learn the bass so badly because I could just hear a song once 
and know what the baseline is That's and then just play crazy. it. Crazy. Do you actually have a, a photogenic memory? Memory? Wow, photographic memory. Photographic. What did I say? Photogenic memory. Photogenic. <laughs> that is a, that is an interesting. That's like an album name or something. Photo photogenic genic memory. Photogenic. Very memory. photogenic. Like photogenic. Like my memory is like so photogenic. Just like the, so photogenic. The snapshots I have memories that I have yeah, are so. The photogenic. filters are real in your mind right now. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to see if I have any um, examples of like. Yeah, I haven't had many ideas no. in a while. Do you have a photographic memory? This is an memory? interesting. This is an interesting one. On top of your photo, photogenic. Dum, 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 dum. What? Do you actually have a photographic memory? Um, to a certain degree, yeah, I do. There's certain okay. memories that I know. I'm way, way better at long term compared to short term. I get that from my family. Okay. Cool. Uh, but I, I can remember things on like a very specific level, like, and also like any smells and tastes, like I'm very, very specific in terms of, I know exactly, like, I remember when my mom was younger or, or my, I remember my mom saying like, when I was younger, I would be able to tell like what was in the toaster oven just by the smell. Oh, wow. Like I knew specifically that it was a chocolate pop tart. Okay. Stuff like very specific. Sure. And yeah, like I, like I could easily tell like my parents like the, like the differences between pizzas. Like I would know which pizza came from which store, and stuff like wow. that. Like differentiating like pizzas. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I I can never understand how people actually. And actually, this is something we can talk about for a little bit. Um, so some people see different things when they close their eyes. Okay. So you close your eyes and you picture, uh, picture going on a bike ride. Okay. And you know, you see the trees, you see the road, you see everything, right? Yeah. Do you physically see everything that you are envisioning? Like, if you open your eyes right now, could you not differentiate what's... It's quite weird. It's like, for a second there, I could see everything. Okay. And then when you were like, can you see everything at all? Just Really? It just became light mm. versus black versus... It, it, okay. it, was, it was interesting. But, like, your imagination can go so many different ways. Like, yeah. It's crazy. Because... I don't know. I, 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 think I, I think I asked my girlfriend if she could see... Um, I don't know, like, I'm trying to think of the example. I, I just can't, I can't quite remember. But, it, like, essentially, she could actually see whatever she is thinking about. Like, yeah, I close I mean, my eyes and I can't actually see anything. It's just black. But my, I, know, I know my mind paints its own picture, whether my eyes are open or closed. Yeah, I've never really thought about that. Like, like it's so interesting that... that it's so funny because, like, I can picture that, but then if I were to dream and see that, like, what exactly are you seeing in your dreams? I, you know... Like, have you ever thought about that? What do you actually see in your dream? Um, like, what exactly, yeah. like, how exactly that's is that happening? It's just yeah, the imagination I mean, it's going... Just like that's, your mind painting a picture, yeah. It's just crazy how, like, we go... Th like, 
our our our, our, our brains go through a trip pretty pretty much every single night. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's it's kind of the same thing whereas if I pointed to if I pointed to this wall and I would be like, what would it feel like to lick this wall? You'd know exactly what it'd feel like to lick it. Because you've touched be it before. A, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, I would. It it would I I I guess the taste I wouldn't understand, but the I taste is want different. But I'm talking textures. Just yeah. texture. Yes, yeah. I would understand. Right. It's like the same thing because you because you've actually physically touched so many things. Your body just like like anything like okay that extra uh, laundry detergent. If you lick that right now, you know exactly what it, what it feel like. Yeah, it's isn't it weird? So weird. It's yeah, weird. that's so crazy. I've never thought about that, but you're right. Yeah. I know exactly. You know exactly <laughs> what that what that's gonna feel like on your tongue because you've touched it with your hands before. <laughs> that's like the same thing because you've seen so many. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right? You're you are you just blew me away for some reason with that. It's an it's an interesting concept. But I, I am almost certain that that's very much what your brain goes through when you dream because you've seen so many oh, things. Oh, it's so crazy. It's weird, right? It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Right? Wow. Because like when you, and that's another interesting thing is because your brain. The coldness though is different though. Yes. The temperature is different Temperature's though, I've different. realized. But the the yeah that's insane. texture one hundred percent you it, it's exactly how I would have imagined yeah. it you know mm-hmm. yeah but it another interesting thing is when you dream of other people those are actually like actual people that you've seen yeah because your mind can't actually seen. come up with concepts of people you haven't met before it's so interesting because I like saw like a fact once that. Um, you always wake up before you die in a dream because your brain doesn't know what happens. What? But I've also yeah. been told by numerous people, it's like, oh yeah, I've died in my dreams plenty of times. I know. Well, it, and that goes the same thing I've with never, dreaming but, in color. Oh, I dream in color. I dream all in color the too. Time. Yeah, I dream in color all the all time. the time. Whenever I dream, I dream in color, and that's really weird to me because it's like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, you can't dream in color. Well, you can't dream in color. Yeah, it's like a. I mean, even, I mean, even the. the oh, no, infamous I have Kanye. the brightest color. Huh? I have the brightest colors when I dream. That's amazing. Colors, colors, a crazy thing. Colors, a crazy thing. Because we only have three receptors for color. Red, green, blue. Wow. Caterpillars, or dragonflies have like. Like at least five times that. Oh my god. It's insane. Could you imagine how many like, more how colors we, we could see? And that's why I feel like there's a difference in dimensions. This gets deep. Chad and I kind of dialed into this insane. topic a little bit. Yeah, Seeing it, it's other really dimensions crazy. through color. Through color. Because we can't see those colors. It doesn't exist to us. So we can't perceive it. Thus, yes. there could be another dimension there that we be. can't. Now I don't know how that goes with physical touch and all that BS, but you know, it's a it's a interesting concept, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. That is such. A, that's so crazy how like 
how for some people they will never see the colors that we can see. Even. Yeah. Like it makes so much sense that color blindness exists because yeah. we only have such few receptors. Very true. My my buddy Chris, I'll give him a shout out again for the second time in this podcast. Uh, he cannot see. Um, he can't see blue. Any blue? What does or, he see instead? No, I think he can't see purple. That's what it is. He can't see purple. So everything purple is blue to him. What? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it interesting the concept that for what I think is like green could easily be what red is to you? Yeah. Or what I think, you know. Not so much for humans, but the difference between dogs and humans, yes. I guess you could say so. Because, I mean, all humans are, unless you're, unless you have colorblindness, then, you know, majority of us are all built with the same three receptors and for which our brains calculate things the same way. Right. But I, I, I could only imagine if it's like a whole different being, how they perceive color. Yeah. Like how sea creatures, do sea creatures even see? They, I, I mean, don't, I don't know much how about, deep they are I honestly don't know much about like the, bio, the biology of like most sea creatures. Like they how? They keep finding more and more. I mean, 95% of the ocean's still undiscovered. Really? Yeah. Look it up, dude. How much, uh, yeah. Google how much of Earth's oceans is actually discovered. It is a very small amount. It's very small. That is the unknown. Yeah. That is that is a real space. That, we that is before. scary. Very scary. Yeah, that that is a concept that us humans I just cuz 5% I mean, of Earth's yeah, oceans. 5%. The oceans account for 70% of the Earth's surface. Yeah. That is so Yeah, and we only, are the water planet, which makes us so uniquely beautiful too. Yeah. But the ocean is absurdly deep, and that is what what screw, really screws us when trying to discover things. Because us humans can physically only we can't uh, go that be deep. capable of the pressure. Yeah, yeah. We before we're just squished into nothing. Yep. So it's it's really crazy. Yeah, journey to the center of the earth that would be uh, yeah. physically impossible. Yeah. That's the reason yeah. gravity is one of the most interesting concepts. It's one of the things that is most indescribable in terms of how, why it exists. Very true. Very it's so true. interesting how it differs so much. Like, you would be able to jump like one, the average human jump on Earth is like 1.7 feet up yeah. in the air. Yeah. On the, on the moon, you could jump 10 feet on yeah. average. Even on Mars, you're jumping like four feet. You could jump well, I four saw feet. A t- I saw a TikTok. Yeah, laugh at me, Chad. Uh, that some planets you could jump up to like thirty-seven feet, but because because there's no gravity like forcing you down, you just gently float down, and it's just like you you're not it, there's no fall damage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's you the jump weirdest fucking thing thirty-seven about- feet in the air, and you just float down. It's like. If anyone were to figure out gravity on Earth, that would be the craziest thing. That would suck. <laughs> to control gravity at I any point. I wonder if point. that's how we win the alien race with like extraterrestrials. 
Yeah. They're like, oh, we're not ready aliens, for this. Aliens definitely do not see us as a threat yet. No, at, not. not even in no the slightest. Way. They are looking at humans us and laughing. so stupid. No, humans are getting there. They're probably like, oh, they're a little special. They're getting there, though. Yeah, they're like elephants. If I really believe they use this as a microbiome to just experiment on. We're merely... We're merely the human project to just yeah. see if yeah. our own... If, if this human race would... Ha- would would either kill themselves or... Or be able to maintain. Or yeah. maintain. Little did they know we'd get so complex just to, like, crash. <laughs> it's insane. It's well, now with the singularity in, in, in motion, we could all be very much eternal for the rest of our lives. That's the thing that's so crazy. Yeah, we could. Because we don't know what happens. Actually, there's a show that um, a lot of the people who have experienced near-death experiences share their stories, and a lot of them align, a lot of them don't, and it's very interesting. It's all it's a docu-series on Netflix. Mm. Probably called, like, Life After Death or something. I don't know. Life After Death. I mean, near-death experiences, that also, um, a lot of that has to play into the diomethyltryptamine that's being released yes. in their brain. Yeah. I mean, DMT. I, I mean when you die, I mean almost all of it, almost all of your brain's capacity of sure. DMT is released at once. Okay, I'm going to share this story so if, and see what you think. Yes. Well, and probably your last. So, one of the stories that was huge in this show was this lady who um, was giving birth and she found out that she had a very low percentage of both um, parties, if you will, survive the birth. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what ended up happening was she was like, okay, I'm going into labor. The husband is like a cross country or something like that to where he needed to get on a plane and come to her what? you know, labor. So what happened was she was in labor and she left her body, like her spirit, whatever you believe in, left her body and saw all the doctors operating on her, like taking the baby and they, she saw the utensils that they were using and she was in a coma. So she saw everything. She saw the husband come in. Like she, she was able to recall the utensils used on her body. She was able to recall the clothing that the husband was wearing that day. She was able to recall what they were saying. Like but she was she, able to quote. But she was seeing it in third person. She was seeing it in third person. Because oh, wow. she was completely under. She was under anesthesia. She flatlined. How would you explain that? That's incredible. Do you think that that was a, it's just a huge amount? I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I'm sure. I think I remember. I remember. I I I I kind of had a near death experience really? too when I was little. I fell down some stairs and uh, I hit my head. Yeah. On uh, one of the corners, Ooh. I was like gushing blood. Dang. And I saw like heaven for just like a split second. Really? Yeah. How did it look to you? It felt like a really good day of fall. Yeah. 
but then I was transported back into like I fell through the sky. No way. Yeah, and then I landed. I landed like I could see my house, and I landed inside, but I landed on the ground next to my bed. Wow. It was crazy. But I don't know if that was just something that happened in my head. Probably. But yeah, that's how oh, crazy yeah. some of yeah. my some of my dreams have been pretty insane. Damn. Is that that scar? Yeah. Yeah, wow. the scar right here. I've had it since I was three. That's crazy. Do you see mine? I have one too on my forehead. I kind of yeah. see it. I ran into the door frame when I was little because I was playing tag with a cousin and I wasn't paying attention to where I was going. <laughs> No near-death experience, but it was pretty bad. I got glued. So I was glued on my forehead here, and then I got staples in my head because I... Oh, my gosh. I tumbled over my head. Yeah, I was racing the freaking Comcast guy on my bicycle when I was little. And I barrel rolled over the handlebars, and my bike flew up, and the peg hit me in the head, and I was like, yeah. Jesus. So there was five staples. They Freaking stapled my that that that's a way to put people back together, Jeez. folks. Staples. That's insane. It's more of a medical like it's more medically inclined than just you know your your staple gun like outside yeah, seriously. Light. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's fucking. That's insane, bro. It's it's interesting. I was put together every way possible. I think I was glued, stapled, and and stitched. Wow. Yeah. I got stitches on my leg. I got this big gash. My left leg has been through a lot. Yeah. Knee dislocated a few times and ankle broken. Ooh. Oh. Knock on wood, I never break anything. I do not want to know what that feels like. I've dislocated my arms before. It hurts. The shock is bad. Really? Especially when I dislocated my knee, that hurts. Oh, that's so gross. Just seeing it out of place yeah. for like four to five hours. I was so tired, but the pain was so bad. Oh, gosh. All they had to do was just straighten it. That's all that's they had to so do. Bad. That's that all they so had to bad. do. They kept me in the fucking hospital for four to five hours. All they had to do was pop it back in place. Yeah. Straighten. That's all they had to do. <laughs> oh, no. Like, are you kidding How old me? are you? I was like 13 at the time. It was insane. What were you doing? Any fun story? I was teaching my mom how to dance. <laughs> I was teaching my mom how to dance <laughs> to the song Blame It on the Boogie by the Jacksons. Blame which it was, on the Boogie. Which for all Michael Jackson fans out there, that was the, that was the group after the Jackson 5, Blame but before boogie. Michael yeah. Jackson did his own thing. Blame it on the boogie. Yeah, I, yeah. I bet you fucking blamed it on the boogie, bro. I did blame it on the boogie, indeed. Because <laughs> oh, I, I, I dislocated it right then and there oh, while I was teaching her. <laughs> blame it on the boogie. Well, like, I was teaching her this, like, move. Z- yeah. I was like, zip it up. The, like, it, yeah. I, like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> zip oh, it up, baby. Poor, poor 13 year old J- J- <laughs> Jake Jonathan, bro. Yeah, luckily I just Jake auditioned. Jonathan. I just auditioned for the performing arts high school that I went to, though. Oh my gosh! And I got it. I got waitlisted at the time. Okay. But by the time that I had gone uh, back, or by the time I had gone back to school, I got the acceptance letter. Like the first day wow. of school at my old my old place. Okay. That was like the craziest <laughs> thing. Like wow. coming home from my first day of school. 
with an acceptance letter to another school. And then the next day, I had to be like, oh, this is my last day. Oh, man. That's crazy. That feels good, though. I bet. Yeah. All right, folks. It's 11 o'clock. Yeah, it is. I still have homework to do for tonight, and I think we're going to call it a night. Thank you for leading this session for me. Absolutely. It was fun. Absolutely. Positively. All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Make sure, as always, to uh, share the show, like, and subscribe. Stay tuned for some more interesting interviews coming coming up. And as always, we love you. Keep working hard. And we'll see you later.